0: I recently came across a book by Tony Rankin titled, 12 Ways Your Phone Is Changing You. The title intrigued me because I have suspected some of this has been going on for years. In the book, Tony is not anti phone, but encourages the reader to be mindful of changes that are happening in us because of our use of our cell phones. So far, we have considered that our phones are encouraging us to become addicted to distraction, have encouraged us to ignore flesh and blood relationships that require effort and risk on our part, and that they have encouraged us to crave immediate approval. We have also seen that our phones are changing us is that they are robbing us of literacy and causing us to feed on the produced images others want us to see as well as changing us to become what we spend time with online. Our phones are also making more connected when alone and more alone when we are with others. They also give us the ability to engage in secret vices with virtually no one near us knowing what we are up to. These are examples of how our phones are changing us. Another way that our phones are changing us is in the way that our phones encourage us to lose context crucial to meaning. People post information on social media at an alarming rate. It is amazing that there is just over 7.5 billion people in the world. 2.5 billion of these have social media accounts. That is one-third of the earth's population. On just Facebook alone, there are 2.4 million status updates every minute. That is 144 million an hour. 3.5 billion per day, and 1.3 trillion per year. Yes, trillion. And that is only Facebook. Twitter sees 6,000 tweets per second. That is 360,000 per minute, 21.6 million per hour, 518 million per day, nearly 190 billion per year. Add the rest of the social media platforms, and there is a deluge of information like no other time in history. What does this deluge of information produce in the hearts and minds of consumers? First, it contributes to a desensitizing of our hearts. We talked about this in a previous article, But it causes us to lose our ability to empathize because we simply don't have the time. We have to move on to the next article, post, tweet, Snapchat, or pin. Additionally, since most of what we read on social media is not mentally nutritional, it affects our desire for deeper, more complex, or mentally stretching information. When given the choice between reading about what celebrities of our day look like now and reading about the newest technology for more efficient delivery of clean drinking water to East Africa, most consumers follow the stars. While this is not an absolute statement, the statistics show us that this is the behavioral choice for most in this situation. A corollary to this is the fact that most information is accepted at face value with no thought of context, truthfulness, or even applicability. When the consumer consumes hours of product commercials, kid videos, cat videos, or other such input, there is no thought as to if this is a true representation of a product, life, or pet behavior. There is also no thought as to how God might call one to act to help in a situation. For instance, you read a post about girls being sold into sexual slavery right here in liberal Kansas. You read the article, shake your head for a moment and then move on to the next post about the football team, whether, or something else unrelated. Rather than contemplating what God might be saying about the establishment of a new ministry, or your personal involvement in a new issue, we move on without feeling what we should. News outlets realize this and capitalize on it for their own profitability. For instance, a story is run with some unverified aspects of the story because we have to get the information out there. In years gone by, there would have been people on the ground. They would have been verifying facts, getting names, dates, and other pertinent data before presenting the story. If there were facts that we errant, they would have come back at a later date and apologized for the mistake. Now, the information is broadcast immediately because it has to be. There is no checking of facts, or very little. When there is a mistake, there is no mention or it is blamed on some other issue. Combine this with the hapless consumer and you have a dangerous situation that teaches us to either not trust or not care. The only counterbalance I know to this effect is to follow Proverbs 1 and seek for wisdom and treasure wisdom and choose to be selective on what and when we read. We need to pray and ask God for discernment and wisdom and submit our ways to Him.